everyone. Welcome back to the Film Fund Podcast. I'm your host, founder, and executive producer at the Film Fund, Thomas Verity. I'm also an award-winning filmmaker, producer, and film festival judge. I started the Film Fund to give filmmakers an easier, alternative way to get their films funded. Instead of working on a screenplay, crowdfunding campaign, or grant application, you write one sentence pitching your film for a chance to receive up to $10,000 and other prizes to make it. Our summer 2022 narrative and documentary funding contests are now open, so check out the filmfund.co to enter your one-sentence pitch for a chance to receive up to $10,000 to make your film. I want to remind listeners that if you're listening at a later date, contests do happen regularly, regularly, so check out the website at the filmfund.co for the most up-to-date information. Today, we have an interesting guest. We have a non-filmmaker for, the I think, the first time ever. Uh, we have Colin Mackey, who is the Film Fund go-to computer dude, uh, software developer, <laughs> uh, programmer, whatever you want to call him. Uh, Colin is our contractor who works on some of the back-end projects for the Film Fund, things like helping sort entries and judging software. Judges are judged by real human beings, as you see on our website, but we do have some software that helps sort that process um, and make it a little bit easier to get through. So Colin makes our jobs a lot easier. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show today, Colin. Appreciate it. Um, I can, you can give yourself a much better intro than Computer Dude, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on, Tom. Um, so I've uh, I've been a web developer for about eight years now um, uh, after, after college. Um, and uh, I work with uh, JavaScript frameworks um, like React, Vue, Angular. Um, <clears throat> building uh, front-end web applications. Uh, and so, yeah, so I, I consulted for about uh, seven years after college and then said, heck, might as well branch out and do some, uh, do some freelance work, do some, do some more interesting projects. So um, that's, uh, that's how we came to, uh, to work together. Yeah, an interesting story there. Colin actually used to be my neighbor. I was moving into a new apartment um, and I was locked out the day I was moving in and I was, I don't know if I was cursing up a storm, but I was definitely yelling and frustrated. <laughs> and he, he was Yeah, you were, you were on the phone. <laughs> I was on the phone. I was like, I'm locked out. What the F? Like, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> my, the moving truck's coming in five minutes and Colin pops his head out of the window above my apartment. He goes, oh, you're you locked out. And I was just like, it was a mix of me being like friendly and frustrated i was like yeah mm -hmm. uh, so what do you do he's like oh i'm a software developer <laughs> i was like oh cool i might be able to use you sometime and i ended up hiring him for uh one of our first projects and that was like what god what like two years ago year yeah, and a half yeah if time flies at least two years ago now yeah so uh yeah super interesting uh recruiting process we have here at the film <laughs> fund <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, it's a very strict process. Yes, really yes, to, we really have to go through, go through hoops. the steps. Uh, it's very <laughs> very intense. Um, but yeah, no, as Colin's done great work. Um, tell us a little bit about like what you do for the film fund and the, the projects you work um, on. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, basically, I've been I've been working on a uh, a piece of software for Tom for for the film fund, um, where uh, I guess are they judges or or. Who evaluates the entries? Yeah, the uh, the judges and then uh, judges. The there, that's the word. Too, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the feedback writers. So it's a system for for the feedback writers to use to um, kind of sort through, uh, upload upload all of the all of the entries, kind of sort through them, um, and then individually go through and, and provide feedback for the entries that that want feedback, and, uh, and then the system will automatically email um, the feedback to those to those entries. Um, 
So it's a it's a pretty streamlined process, and from from what I understand, it's it's uh, really helps you helps you guys to to get more organized and to to not have to do this all manually. Yeah, no, it's super helpful. Before we, we like I was literally we would have the feedback written, um, and then the process of it was all in a Google Doc. So then, like the process mm-hmm. of actually sending <laughs> it, we, I did it manually, and I actually, um, well, it was automated a little bit i <laughs> we hired someone on upwork to send them all um like you know mad so like automated but yeah no, like someone just yeah, yeah. going through the <laughs> inbox and clicking sensor literally sending them manually and i was like that is just not an efficient process so we came up with a little bit of a more streamlined solution um but you know all the feedback still personalized it's all still written mm-hmm. by real people uh this software just helps us like organize a little bit and get it sent out um you know a lot of the the what do you call it administrative i guess that's that's a good word to use um clerical clerical yeah it helps streamline that yeah, yeah. um yeah so do you you know a lot of people think programming is kind of just like you know you're sitting at a computer for hours and like that is i guess what it is but do you it's, it's a lot of it yeah. for sure <laughs> do you do you find aspects of it creative um yeah for sure um especially being a front-end web developer uh i'm i'm often able to flex my my more design oriented uh side and and kind of uh I, I like to do things like influence user experience um you know usually when i when i go to to build a website you know regardless of whether i have designs or not i'll, I'll say to myself hey would i come here and not have an issue with it you know mm-hmm. i i'm pretty opinionated when it comes to what i like on websites and how they work and so i try to bring that into my into my work um even though it's not necessarily required, it's just something that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so for sure, there is a creative aspect to it in that respect. Mm-hmm. What are some techniques you use for coming up with ideas for solutions? Um, I do, yeah, I do a lot of uh, finding examples. Like if I'm going to um, design a site and, and it actually has to look good, um, I'll go and find uh, examples of sites that, um, I like personally that I think could fit with uh, the requirements of the client. Um, I will send those over to the client. Say, hey, these are my ideas. Do you like them? If not, that's fine. I'll keep looking. If so, I, we can we can use this as a as a jumping off point and say, hey, you want this element, this element, you know, this kind of animation, this this kind of parallax mm-hmm. or, or whatever, and uh, and then kind of just build an idea board. Uh, before going in with the full design that's actually super similar to like pre-production process for filmmaking especially mm-hmm. you said idea board yeah. we use mood boards a lot in terms of yeah. you know, different images different color schemes for the you know what kind of color grade do you want for the film um mm-hmm. and then you get in the corporate world you're doing more agency work like we'll send you know comparison videos to clients or we'll ask them like hey do you have a video you have in mind um you know what do you want this to look like do you have any examples so it's it's very creative, especially when you get into like you said the front end aspects of design. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think creativity you can pull out different aspects, whether it's programming or you know pre-producing a film. Um, you you always have to start somewhere and talk about ideas, and that's super cool. I, I think that's it's mm-hmm. always interesting to me to find like overlap and things. Like a lot of people think, oh, programming that's just super technical, but it's there's a lot of creativity there too. It's not necessarily yeah. yeah there's a big creative aspect to it mm-hmm. yeah for sure i mean you 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 mentioned uh color grading um color palette on a website is extremely oh, yeah. important to be able to have to, to have some like cohe- um, some some cohesiveness to the design um 
you you want a color palette that says, "Hey, this is where I am. I know where I am," and you know everything flows through that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so things like that, you have you have color palettes you have to to think about. You have typography you have to think about. Um, and I know this is probably stuff that's more like you know titles and credits kind of yeah, thing. But sure. you know you have to choose the type for your your titles and end credits. Mm-hmm. You have to choose what they look like, right? Um, when I think about designing uh, sections on a website, I have to think about uh, heading hierarchy. Um, you know, the biggest at the top and then uh, smaller headings moving down mm-hmm. um, because that's that's just how the eye kind of browses through a website. You want the big, big headline, you have, you know, smaller headlines, subheadings, text, that kind of thing. So you break it down into the kind of those, those sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about the text. I mean, obviously, that's a huge part of a mm-hmm. film, you know, the it's opening credits it, yeah. and sequences and even, you know, getting into that agency conversation again, um, lower thirds titling. Or, you know, where does the client yeah. logo go and that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. We had a, a, a course in my grad program. It was called, which was like an entrepreneurship product development, uh, smorgasbord kind of, <laughs> of a program. But uh, one of the courses was methods in visual thinking. Um, and it was all about typefaces and design. And it, so much of it was applicable to film, too. It was making me think about cinematography and blocking and framing. And, you know, also where does the text go on yeah. screen? So there's just so much. Like we live in a visual world and like so much of our world is how we perceive it. Um, so I think mm-hmm. it's super interesting to talk to you about like how you look at a website and how that can translate to maybe a filmmaker out there thinking like, oh, well, like what's, what's my opening credit sequence? I mean, opening credit sequences are generally, I guess, more for feature films rather than shorts, which is what we, we talk about mostly on this show. But, um, you know, end mm-hmm. credits, that's definitely a thing or trailers. Like, yeah, you need to think about titling and, and color palettes and color grading. Um, And just thinking about that, too, in terms of, say, say a filmmaker needs to make a website uh, to market themselves. So, like, actually something more in your wheelhouse. Um, What what would you recommend? (laughs) Should they just go and, like, make a Squarespace site or should they learn something a little more in depth? Oh, there are are so many um, products out out there from from just, you know, basic WordPress templates um, and blogs to... uh, to Squarespace, which is an excellent tool. Um, I've used it before for clients and it really, I can't speak well enough of it. Um, uh, to, to things like, um, you know, Shopify or, or something like that, if you want to do a, a storefront or, or like, um, I'm currently working on a project with a, a system called Webflow, um, which is a designer oriented website building system where it's, it's essentially drag and drop, but you have the power of all of these, you know, stylistic changes that you would normally make with code, HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. Um, but they build that all right in, so you don't really have to learn all that code. Mm-hmm. You just kind of jump in and start moving things around. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely easy to find tools out there to build, to build websites nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a... So one of our clients, actually, for FF Branded, Particle Health, they recently redid their website in Webflow and they had a great experience with it. I use, if I just need have to throw up like a quick and dirty website, like if you want to go to the film phone's parent company's website, it's discontent.media. I made that with a free WordPress template called Hello and a, a web page builder called Elementor. And it's literally just like mm-hmm. three links that link to each of the other sites. But I made it in probably like less than an hour. Like it's so, if you just need like a simple presence online, like definitely... It's, it's a lot easier than a lot of people think, you yeah. know, it's overwhelming. Like, oh, a website, it's, it's become so easy today. You don't need to pay, like, you know, thousands it of has. dollars for it a has. website. Especially, like, if you're a filmmaker, just get, you know, either 
pay the money for Squarespace. I think it's like, I don't know, a hundred bucks or something a year. Um, so put it yeah, in your film really budget, like, honestly, just <laughs> make it part mm -hmm. of one of your yeah. film projects. So, I mean, that's a great yeah, idea. Marketing. I mean, on online presence, online presence is such a huge part of marketing mm -hmm. these days. Like it's, it's almost essential. Like you can't yeah. get away without it. Um, like, I mean, but so, you know, that being said, like even something as simple as, as social media presence, mm -hmm. um, is just massively important. Like full full website is, is a great to have, but honestly, a Facebook page is invaluable these mm -hmm. days. Yeah, you definitely got to market yourself um, and have that presence. You know, I, as much as I hate social media, like it's <laughs> it's necessary uh, if you're a filmmaker today. Like you need to be putting your work out there. You yeah, never know really who's is. going to see it. Like and whether like YouTube too. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about YouTube as a social media platform. Like that's oh, a lot of filmmakers no, are. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they think Vimeo is, you know, the best and it's, yeah, sure, it has a sleeker design and there are no ads and there's Vimeo, uh, what do they call it, Vimeo staff picks and all of that, but YouTube's great too. Mm -hmm. Like if someone's Googling you and they Google your short film, like Google owns YouTube. So like, you know, YouTube is likely going to come up over a Vimeo link. It's going to be on top. Perhaps. Yeah. It's going to be on top without any, without any yeah. SEO work on your, on your part. Exactly. So, and just, there's no rule saying you can't be on both platforms, Vimeo and YouTube. So I, I'm a big advocate no, not, yeah. um, for just posting your film everywhere you can. Uh, once you get through mm -hmm. the festival route, and you know, because some festivals do have um, uh, what do you call it, premiere status requirements. They don't want it online, but once some don't care, especially for shorts. But I, I'm always a big and take everything I'm saying in the short film uh, world because features are a little bit more complicated in terms of distribution rights and where it's you know streaming and all of that but for shorts i think you know post that sucker everywhere hell post it to facebook you can do facebook videos yeah. you can do igtv videos i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure i have um my last short film son of blackbeard on like instagram maybe the full length version if not i have a teaser trailer on there uh so yeah marketing is a huge part of it and put put your link in your bio you know either get uh there's this website called linktree that we use at the film fund although the our most recent addition to the team are marketing uh specialists jet says he hates Lincoln bio because it's just another step, you know, separating <laughs> from your website. Right, yeah. Why not? Why not just put exactly put the actual just, link there? You know, make a, a, make a responsive yeah. page, but it's, it's easy to use uh, out of the box. Uh, you can add your links to your website and your YouTube page. Um, it's a good, it's a good first step if you don't necessarily know how to make a responsive web page. But anyway, the, the whole point of that tangent, I just drank a 16 ounce cup of coffee. If you couldn't tell, um, the, the, the whole point of that was marketing is important and get on social media. Um, it's insanely yeah, important, especially as a creative and, and we're in a visual medium too. It's yeah. so you can like showcase your work. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're, you know, a novelist yeah, exactly. or like that. Um, you know, you can post stills, you can post clips, um, mm -hmm. and you can embed them on your website. So very, very nifty yeah. stuff out there today. <laughs> um, so what kind of, uh, music or not music movies do you like? What kind of films do you like watching? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of films do I like? I, um, I do, I do get into the indie indie film world uh, a lot of the time. One of my favorite directors is Charlie Kaufman. I would, I guess you wouldn't really call him indie, but uh, <laughs> more more like um, culty kind of less blockbustery mm -hmm. movies. Um, oh, did do, he do I the do one with uh, Killing John Malkovich? Is that him, or is that someone? Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, being, being John, John Malkovich. Oh my God, Killing John Malkovich. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of great Killing film. Him Softly. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Kill, yeah. Sorry, John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, John Malkovich. You're not dead yet. <laughs> John so he wrote Everyone that and then side and release spike jones do that as well or am i getting things mixed up i can't recall i do know the script is charlie okay. kaufman I, anyway, i'm gonna google um, it real quick because it's just the internet available 
Yeah, um, feel free. <laughs> Call me out here. <laughs> um, Synecdoche, Synecdoche, New York is another favorite of his, uh, of mine. That was written and directed by him. And it is like the most Kaufman-esque film around. It's just so meta and so ridiculous. Yeah, so uh, we were both right. Uh, and Philip Seymour Hoffman stars Being John that. Malkovich oh, was we were, directed okay, by <laughs> Spike Jones, written by Charlie Kaufman. Cool. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, Synecdoche, New York, uh, stars stars Philip Seymour Hoffman, and it's just completely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's a highly recommended film. You told me about that one a couple of years ago, and I never watched it. I need to check that one out. Oh, please, you you gotta yeah. you gotta check it out. It's really cool, and the soundtrack yeah. is excellent too. Oh, I just saw um, yeah. the it's... new <laughs> Jurassic Park movie last night, which was you know it was exactly what I expected. Um, probably yeah. you know <laughs> popcorn block- yeah, blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did get some popcorn, which was good. Um, what do you like about the um, Charlie Kaufman works? I I like how much he makes me think a lot of the time. Um, I mean, you, you think of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and oh, that's and Charlie he Kaufman. He just doesn't. He takes you on this journey. Oh, I love that yeah, movie. If he wrote it, um, I know it's excellent. He just takes you on this journey uh, with the dialogue that never really feels settled throughout the entire film. Like it, it it's always kind of uneasy, mm-hmm. and it's just it's so interesting to me to think about why I feel that way with the writing, mm. you know? Um, and I, I just really like exploring the ideas that he puts up. Um, and he gets really meta sometimes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I love meta <laughs> stuff. Uh, I was, just, I just watched the trailer for um, <laughs> clerks three Kevin Smith's latest. It's so meta. <laughs> Does he get oh, meta yeah. in it? Like, ev- <laughs> I think they're too old. Everything <laughs> is a me- uh, like a reference to Clerks or Clerks Two or it's a ed- Clerks, like, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, we assure you, yeah. we're open. <laughs> <laughs> I love Clerks. He's taking that on tour too. Um, in in really? classic Kevin Smith fashion, yeah. I think he's gonna do like screenings yeah. over the, uh, throughout. The- he didn't. Uh, I don't think he announced like the tour dates yet, but I've seen him in person a few times. Definitely. Um, like if you're an indie filmmaker out there and I just, I just, you know, Kevin Smith's work is a little all over the place for me. It's like, mm-hmm. I love clerks, but then, you know, he also like gets into toilet humor sometimes, some of his other work. And it's just like, <laughs> well, this is so like, I'm going to Kevin, you've made some fucking stupid movies as you know, as you've admitted to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just, I respect the hell out of his story. Like he was working in that convenience store and he filmed there yeah. at night. If you don't know the story, he was working at a convenience store during the day, mm-hmm. and then at night he filmed um, the movie Clerks in the convenience store. Maxed out like six credit cards or something. I'm like, yeah, zero like, put his friends yeah. in it, and that he worked it into the plot too. That's why yeah. the uh, he says like the shutters are jammed shut or something. There's gum in the locks. That's mm-hmm. because it was nighttime when he was filming, and he just like kept them closed. Um, it's and he filmed it in Leonardo, New Jersey, which we're in Philly, so it's like an hour or so away. So I've been to the quick stop. Um, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> love Kevin Smith and I uh, love meta stuff too. Uh, definitely very different than Charlie Kaufman though. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I need to, I need to watch more Charlie. He does um, like Broadway stuff too, doesn't he? A little bit. I can't remember. I I, I wouldn't be too familiar. Yeah, with that. me either. Um, that's that's. I'm not yeah, I'm not immersed uh, in the Broadway stuff I... too much. <laughs> yeah, Except for I love that movie. Um, have you seen that? That's an excellent movie. Yeah. Yes. That's that's pretty yes, meta that too. Was excellent. Actually, when you think about it, it's yeah. extremely meta. And the uh, what I I love the soundtrack mm. for that movie. Phenomenal. So, what do you think makes a film compelling? 
or a pitch because oh, I mean you've seen um, the film well, pitches I, too um, working on the yeah. software so like what do you think makes a pitch mm-hmm. or a film compelling or both um yeah a good story overall I mean most of all is is essential like it, it's something that that grabs me and, and, and makes me interested um, something something that that can grab my attention something that I haven't seen before or thought of and and put that into a story um that's that's something that i really enjoy when i'm watching a film something that i can't look away from because i'm so invested in the story um and i know that's kind of a cliche uh but it's true though it's it's real like you have to you have to grab people's attention Mm -hmm. right um yeah so so you know a great story and then great dialogue you know i can't be ripped out of the scene by Mm -hmm. some shitty dialogue you know Um, yeah you'll see that a lot in like (laughs) i've got i've got to believe you like people's first yeah. films the, the dialogue is just so unrealistic a lot of times if it's an ex- inexperienced writer mm-hmm. it's yeah like, what am i listening to this mm-hmm. there's a <laughs> this is the dumbest um god my references today are very like lowbrow and un- uncultured but there's a family guy <laughs> scene where peter is watching like some like high school or middle school play and he just he gives a critique on it and he's like i'm very aware of the fact that i'm watching a play and as dumb as dumb yeah. as that example <laughs> is, like it's true. Like that's the feeling you get when when you're watching. That's what it is. Yeah, you're listening to dialogue that's like you no, know, not mm-hmm. genuine sounding or not realistic. Um, so my advice yep. is always when you're writing, like read your writing out loud. Um, that goes for prose too. Yeah, that's or or have yeah. someone else read it out loud. Like just just get it out in like mm-hmm. verbally in the world because once you hear something and it's bad, you're just like, yeah. oh my god, that sounds like, horrible. There, you know, like you'll listen to something and be like, wait, people don't sound like this or people don't don't say this or a lot of the times you know yeah. people will watch a lot of tarantino movies and they'll add or, or mobster movies growing up and they'll just add all the curse words they can every other word in their script that's what i did anyway in one of my it's first, a crutch <laughs> my it's first a crutch. short films i was like wait no one curses this much <laughs> like what are we unless you know that's where you are and that's the setting and it is a mobster movie or something but like you can overdo it mm-hmm. um most it's people very don't overdone, F and say, you know, this. Uh, I don't know why I'm censoring myself today. I say fuck all the time F on this, on this that, podcast. Blah, blah, I just have to blah. check the little box <laughs> when I'm uploading it that says explicit. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, always always read your stuff out loud. Um, good story is essential. Good dialogue. Great, great comment there. Um, because, you know, I just watched a film uh, by or directed by Jim Jarmusch. And it was uh, Coffee and Cigarettes. I don't know if you've ever heard of that or seen that, but it's literally oh, like six short films um, of just like people sitting <laughs> around a table, like having a conversation, drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes. Steve Buscemi's in it. Kate Blanchett mm-hmm. is in it. Um, oh, cool. Jizza and the Rizza from Wu-Tang Clan are in it. Uh, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> what's his name? How Alfred Molina, the guy who played a bunch of stuff, but I know oh, him yeah. as Doc Ock. Yeah, exactly. Doc Octopus. Um, he's in it. Yeah. Steve Coogan's in it. It's just so funny. Um, but it's oh, all dialogue driven. Um, you know, it's all like, it's just, there's really no plot, but there is a story in each one of those little mm-hmm. vignettes. Um, like, you know, there's, there's so much unravels in those conversations. I could go on and on about that film. I want to watch it again. Um, but in each little short film, even though they're in the same room, they're at a coffee table, and you're like, where's the story there? Just the way it's written, you're, it, it evokes like a greater sense of the world, and you get the relationships, and they, they reference things that have happened in their lives, and you can tell like maybe this relationship was strained, or what's going on here, and things happen. Like um, Alfred Molina gets a phone call. So like there is a story there, as boring as it sounds. Like, oh, people sitting around. Um, 
drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes like that's not a movie but the dialogue is so powerful they're, they're able to create but they create it through, through, the dialogue, through the dialogue yeah which i think is super super cool, cool. um yeah i watched i couldn't that's sleep really the other day and i just was up at, i was up at like four in the morning <laughs> and i was like what am i gonna do so i just put on criterion channel um which is definitely a streaming service i would definitely recommend nice. checking out if, if uh, you haven't heard of it um either colin or like just anybody listening to this from our millions yeah of, that's uh, the, the that? short films right no, it's, it's short everything. films, right? Um, they have everything. Yeah. Okay. It's so there's this bigger collection called the Criterion Collection, which is just mm-hmm. either like super indie films or films that are foreign that like didn't get a lot of like U.S. distribution. Um, that are that are curated by the Criterion mm-hmm. Collection or organization or whatever. Um, a lot of classic films on there, and they have a streaming service now called the Criterion Channel, where they essentially put like their most popular films on there. Um used to be able to watch the entire cool. Criterion collection on Hulu, but then they like lost the rights to it or something, and now they have their own their own little platform. Mm, yeah. yeah, classic. But, uh, <laughs> it, definitely check that out, because I've, I've seen some gems on there for sure. Yeah, a lot of foreign cool. films, I too. To. Like, I just went to um, Philadelphia Film Society. We're based in Philly here, for those of you who don't know. Uh, they had a screening of La Ventura. Oh, my God, I forget the director, but it was this Italian film. Uh, it was absolutely incredible. And that was from the Criterion channel uh, or the Criterion collection. So definitely check that out for sure. What else should we talk cool. about? Uh, usually I ask filmmakers like about the, the films they're working on or the prizes they won. But you are an interesting guest today. And <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else, you any other comparisons you would make between like, I guess, your life and what you do and maybe creativity or filmmaking or we could just talk about the weather i don't really care <laughs> it's well it is nice today. outside today i was uh, planning on yeah i was planning on going out to play around a disc golf oh, nice. uh, after work this afternoon so get out there and <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i've been playing i've been playing oh, a lot recently cool. uh with my buddy oh i know frankie frankie was in um, here's a here's a connection frankie yeah. was in my <laughs> so oh, i said yeah. my last short film was son of blackbeard that's not true that's the last short film i released my most current short film is called The Toms, where there are all these characters named Tom, and Frankie, mutual friend of ours, uh, is one of the Toms. So, yeah, super, yeah. super interesting. I'm actually pretty it's, excited it's to see really that. Funny. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, excited to see your that? work. Yeah. Oh, thank I'm excited you. to see yeah, your work a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I've been talking about my work more on this show and the film fund as a whole. You know, we started including it in the newsletter when I first mm-hmm. started. I was like, I didn't want to feel like I was abusing like the platform. I created like oh here's the film fund right. and then like oh here's me but I realized people oh, yeah it's my exactly. marketing platform but like now. I realized people <laughs> want to see that like I am an actual filmmaker you know trying to make it yeah so like oh like that actually lends kind of legitimacy to the company um, um mm-hmm. it's a filmmaker founded company yeah you're not you're not just some like corporate big exactly. throwing which money lot, around people which you're unfortunately really is this. what a lot yeah. of screenwriting contests are in this industry yeah really um, I won't name any names yeah. but if you go on one of the big screenwriting contest websites and see their original founders they're just like investment bankers and you know it's that kind of thing yeah see that's that they're, they're just so far they're so far mm-hmm. from the creativity from the media of it all that, that it, how, how are you yeah. supposed to judge you know what's good or not you can be exactly. like the biggest film critic or film fan in the world but like if you've just got a bunch of money to throw out yeah. throw around willy-nilly exactly who are you to judge people um and money talks unfortunately so like you know yeah it does very loudly <laughs> kind of half making it in this this world in this industry is you know where's your you know do you have money for this and if you have a budget there you go that's your first step in the door create your own door um but mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So do you have any advice for our community, whether it's filmmaking related or marketing related, whatever? Yeah, sure. Um, I, uh, I would just say, um, don't be afraid to start a lot of small projects, even if they're just ideas, you know, and they don't get off the ground. Um, you know, stopping yourself from, from being creative by thinking, Hey, thinking ahead and thinking, Hey, this isn't going to work out probably because of, you know, such and so reasons that are going on right now, mm -hmm. start it anyway, you know, get the idea on paper, be creative with it. And then if, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but don't, don't get rid of the idea, you know, have, have a backlog of, of random yeah, shit. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I want to echo that. Like, so I have I, so many projects that I'm working on and have worked on in the past. And it's just like, um, you never know which iron in the fire, you know, is going to catch. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you never, you never know when, which mm -hmm. one's going to strike. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely good advice there. Um, work on stuff and be, this is a criticism of myself, be de determined and like <laughs> diligent with these projects. Like when you start projects, like commit to them. Like I have a book that I'm working on. I haven't touched that in like months <laughs> like don't do that if you like just make sure the projects you're starting like you know you're actually you know seeing them through um because it doesn't help to have like a million of them too well yeah i mean the, fl the flip side of that is like not everything has to be a fully a fully fledged out mm -hmm. project right I'm, I'm what i'm trying to say is don't be afraid of getting your ideas right. out there and just even even you know idea boarding or, or, mm -hmm. or dream boarding an idea taking putting putting that effort to it into it and if you know if you want to put it aside for a while put it aside. yeah no that's a good right. that's a good point too um, um i'm a big fan of like i've gotten less and less into using my iphone a lot but i used to have like i i switched to something called a light phone which is just mm -hmm. disconnecting a little bit I, anyway um i'm a big fan of writing down ideas and I, what, I, what i was saying <laughs> that about the iphone is i used to just have random story ideas and i'll just write them in the notes file on my iphone i had like a huge um like idea file in there so like something like that or an idea board like colin was saying um, you know, that's always super helpful. Even if you don't use mm -hmm. the ideas, like the, I think this is the process of ideation and, and creating, yeah, like you working that muscle is, uh, is important. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure the same thing with like, you know, yeah. programming and developing, like you, you need, you need to use it. Oh, very much so. Yeah, no, we, exactly. We do a lot of idea boarding and, and a lot of, um, we, we call it, uh, blue skying. Uh, when you're when you're starting on a feature or a project for something, um, you you sit there and think, hey, what are the best features I can think of? You know, what 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 would I want at if like I had every resource, I had all the time in the world, I could do everything that I wanted to. What would I want to put on this website mm -hmm. or in this app? Um, that's called mm -hmm. blue skying. We do that regularly. We practice. That. I love that. And not everything that we, yeah, not everything that we think about there goes into the final product, but a lot mm -hmm. of it does. You know. Because we're thinking of what, you know, how we would use this website and what we would want in our wildest dreams. And that helps us to kind of narrow down what's possible. I think that's a great idea, even just for kind of like creativity organize. in general. Um, like, it, like it, just thinking yes, about writing sure. a script and building out a world and a character's life. Like you could do that for a character. Like what is everything this character yeah. wants or could possibly want? Or like what are all the directions the story could go in? Um, you know, and explore different conflicts mm -hmm. and different stakes. Like, I love that. I'm going to look, I'm going to look more into that and just maybe incorporate that into my life. Blue sky. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Blue skying. Yep. Yep. It's the, it's the process of, of designing something to your love wildest it. imaginations. Even if you're yeah. not actually going to do this. Very cool. So shameless plug question here for the film fund. 
as sure. Now, usually we're asking this question to winners of the Film Fund or like partners, so this will be interesting for you to answer. But what are some of your favorite things about the Film Fund? <laughs> oh, <geez>. um, <laughs> so, um, you know, even though I've worked with you for two years, I, I, I still am not, you know, completely aware of, of all of the mm. things that you do for people. But I do know, um, I do like your, your, your feedback process, how you can provide feedback to people who are trying to make short films. Um, and then, you know, the funding aspect is, is pretty cool. Um, I think that's, that's really neat that, that you have people that go and, you know, physically sit down, read your stuff, provide feedback to it. And then, you know, if, if it's good enough, then maybe you'll get some money. Like it's, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. We always, uh, our, our podcast producer threw that question in. So we started asking it and was like, this is such a shameless plug. It's like, what do you like about the film fund? (laughs) It's such a shameless (laughs) plug. It works though. It's It's, it's, it's a talking point. Um, Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for giving feedback on our feedback process. Um, That's super actually important. Yeah. No problem. Helped me, you know, iterate the the process and you know really work on it so closely that it's definitely uh very meaningful for sure um so what's next for you in the next year or so in terms of your career or projects or whatever yeah next next year or so i'm uh so i'm, I'm working at a at a i guess we'll call it a national real money okay. gaming company um <laughs> building building a sports book app uh so i will be i'll be at this company for probably the foreseeable future. We'll, uh, we'll see, we'll see where I go after that. Um, as, as far as freelance work, I'm trying to expand, um, expand what I'm doing for people, get more clients, uh, and whatnot, um, including probably, um, a, a revamp of my website and adding, uh, adding the film fund yeah. logo to the bottom. We were proud client. to be there. So that's, that's in the works. Yeah. So, um, hopefully I'll cool. get that. I'll get and that rolled back soon. to the beginning of our conversation. What, uh, platform will you be using to, or framework we'd be using to create this new website. Um, let's see. So I haven't made that decision per se. Um, I'm working with Vue right now at my job, so my gut says just go with what I'm mm-hmm. currently working on because it's the freshest in my head. Um, but you know, there's always the the chance I go and pay for a, a Webflow mm-hmm. site or something like that. Um, with Webflow, you do have to pay if you want to get a custom domain, which is a little a little annoying but you know it's not yeah. the biggest deal in the world um and that would save me a lot of time uh instead of having to set up deployment mm-hmm. pipelines and all that stuff for a, for a code website i could you know just have that done yeah snap of a finger um but we'll see we'll see what i end up doing um you know either way i can make it look as professional cool. as i want so well uh, if you need any testimonials uh hit me up happy to happy to provide yeah no i will i will be hitting <laughs> I need up to do that some myself testimonials <laughs> like a bunch of new clients recently. Um, not all the projects have been released yet, but like that's an important mm-hmm. pr- part of the process if you're doing client work. Um, if anyone out there is like a corporate filmmaker wants to get into that, like get your testimonials. Like we had Comcast as a client recently and we wrapped the project and we were just, I'm like, shit, I need to get a testimonial from them, put it on my website, like saying how awesome we are. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, that's that goes back to marketing. Colin, I want to <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show today, taking the time to speak with us. Uh, do you have, this is again, more of a question for like our filmmakers who are promoting their work, but I'm going to ask you anyway, do you have social media channels uh, we could check you out on? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, I am on Instagram at uh, Duffbuster is my handle. Um, my website is Uh You can go and check out my 
uh, wildly shoddy work, so <laughs> feel free. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I'm not on Twitter anymore. I got off that stuff. But uh, okay, yeah, that's about it. Cool, man. Well, thank you. And uh, I want to remind everybody to check out the latest contests at our website. Summer narrative and documentary contests are open. So check them out at filmfund.co to submit your entry and check out our social media channels at the film fund on Instagram at simply film fund on Twitter. Uh, what is it? Facebook.com slash film fund co and LinkedIn. If you want that corporate John, the film fund, very straightforward there and check our website out for the most up-to-date information. Check out our blog too, blog.thefilmfund.co for great filmmaking and producing tips. Sign up for our newsletter and follow us on those social platforms to stay up-to-date on what's happening at the Film Fund. More plugs. We also have an ebook. Go to thefilmfund.co slash resources to check out tips on the pre-production process if you're really interested in those ideas Colin was talking about in terms of like creating ideas and mm -hmm. uh, mood boarding and blue skying. You could package that into a script and start scheduling the hell out of it to get it made uh, so check out that ebook and i want to thank everyone again we've been if you've been listening to these episodes you'll hear me say oh we release them once a month we release them every two weeks we release them every friday finally have landed on and i've probably said this 10 times but landed on every other friday so this one will be posted we have a little bit of a backlog it's probably uh, a few weeks out from now at least but every other friday check out uh the filmfund.co slash podcast or listen wherever you get podcasts colin thank you again anything else you want to add um no go out there and have fun <laughs> cool man thank you thanks talk tom to you soon. see everybody talk to you soon <laughs>